Last year's drought lowered crop yields, which left commodities with tight supplies, resulting in a rally in the markets. Chuck Penner, president of Left Field Commodity Research, says prices in the pulse market rallied with yellow peas seeing the biggest gains. Some of that demand is, isn't necessarily from offshore markets, from China, let's say. It's more from the U.S. where uh, and, and domestic in Canada, where some of these processing facilities have cropped up in the last year or so. And so that's helped uh, push yellow pea prices up to some very high levels. He notes the lentil market is still quite strong with the drop in the Canadian crop and the demand that we've seen from India and Turkey. He says the rally hit virtually every crop, including wheat and durum, with Canadian and American crops taking a big hit as a result of the ongoing drought in key areas of North America. Supplies were relatively tight even before this year. Uh, There wasn't uh, much of an increase in the European crop. They're the other big supplier. Um, And so, yeah, we have uh, Durham bids that are routinely over $20 a bushel. And so that's been been very, very positive. The wheat side has also been very, very strong. Some of the other increases include flax at $45 a bushel, canary seed at $0.50 a bushel, and mustard at $1.25 a pound. Well, work on the next ag policy framework will continue in 2022. John Barlow is the Conservative shadow critic for agriculture, agri-food, and food security. He says those negotiations are critically important. I think there's, you know, two or three really important aspects to that renegotiation. Uh, and I think those would certainly be focused on uh, a review of the business risk management programs. Um, you know, obviously, agri-stability has been a bone of contention for quite some time. Uh, we don't see uh, the majority of producers um, being involved, participating in that, subscribing. So we want to see, you know, some review on that. We also want to see some investment and innovation and research uh, to ensure that, you know, we can commercialize and, and uh, some of the, the great ideas and and innovation that's happening here in Canada. Uh, unfortunately, in many cases, we're losing our best and brightest because it takes too long to, to navigate the, the bureaucratic red tape here in Canada. And, and certainly we want to modernize the Grain Act. I think that is something that uh, is certainly overdue. Um, and, it, you know, certainly talk about, uh, you know, trade, uh, non-tariff trade barriers, uh, the shipping container issue. You know, some of these things may not be part of, of the cap renegotiation, but still should be on the table for discussion. In his year-end interview, Barlow raised concerns about how Liberal government policies are having a negative impact for farmers and ranchers, especially when it comes to trade, our relationship with the U.S., which is one of our most important trading partners. And the president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture outlining some of the key priorities for their group in 2022 Here's Mary Robinson. We want to see uh, investments in ag at a level that reflect our increased scale and prominence. You know, we've not seen these programs keeping up with inflation, let alone keeping up with the kind of growth that we see within within the industry. And we're hoping to create formal structures to support more evidence-based reporting and transparency. Robinson says the next agriculture policy framework will also be a big focus for CFA in the year ahead. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler.